0: Listening to Desperate Acts of Capitalism, a podcast about money, marketing, and how it all goes wrong. Join us in a wonderland of burning money. I'm Evan Swope. I'm Arman Maharaj. And I am C.T. Kelly. And
1: today, uh, Evan, I believe it's your episode. What have you got for us? Well, uh, in honor of the upcoming Halloween holiday, I've got a very spooky episode for you guys. Woo. So I hope you guys. Woo. Woo. Shit, before we started recording, because <laughs> it's going to get scary. Um, whoa, whoa, watch out, watch <laughs> out. This this episode's going to have ghouls and
0: goblins in it. <laughs> Content warning, ghouls and goblins. <laughs> they're going to get, they're going to get investigated by the uh, FTC.
1: Uh, 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 uh. Uh. All right. Your acquisitions were not up to regulation. <laughs> uh, and desperate acts of capitalism. You <laughs> have to say it every okay. every few few minutes just to make desperate remember what we're doing <laughs>
0: every thirty seconds we've gotta yeah. remind the the listeners <laughs> yeah. what they're listening to,
1: okay, so um, yeah, this is a story that I'm sure you two will be familiar with. It's a pretty recent story um it's a pretty funny story uh I'd say it's a small scale scale story compared to some of the ones we've done before, but it's um definitely. Uh, one of the funnier recent um, internet trends in the past couple years, so definitely wanted to do a story on this. So let's get started. In March 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic forced a shutdown of all major U.S. movie theaters, with many projecting to be closed indefinitely. A lot of people feared that the theater industry would be shut down forever, especially with streaming services providing an easier, safer alternative to the movie, movie theater experience. It was definitely a dark time for movies. But... There was one last great hope. One final bet to save the movie theaters from total bankruptcy and irrelevance. One intellectual property that could bring people back to the movies, back to the silver screen where they could experience jaw dropping entertainment that they could never get at home. I'm talking about a little movie called Morbius.
2: Oh my God. Oh
1: my God. <laughs>
0: i i thought you might i thought you were gonna do like movie pass again or something
1: <laughs> i could do an update on movie pass because i'm getting like emails from them but like we're coming back and this time it's it's less value at at more Please. at higher prices but <laughs> definitely want to do a follow
0: everything is worse forever <laughs>
1: um but yeah morbius is something that was trending online for a very long time <laughs> And, as we all know, Morbius was not only the highest-grossing movie of the year, but the highest-grossing movie of any year. It grossed a record $126 billion in its opening weekend alone. For weeks on end, crazed fans lined up around the block for a chance to catch a coveted viewing of Morbius. Or simply to watch a snippet through binoculars from a crowded theater hallway. <laughs> Morbius. Not oh, yeah, there were like, like an opera house. <laughs> there were like
0: riots and shit. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. It got other really violent. Like,
1: people died for this. <laughs> Morbius not only swept the Academy Awards, winning a record 26 Oscars, but it also swept every other popular entertainment award of the year. Dr. Michael Morbius not only saved movies, but he saved our culture as well. Our culture. Obviously, none of that is true. obviously none of that is true if anything the movie morbius will be lucky to break even even on its relatively modest budget it got a pretty mid to negative reviews from critics and audiences but the movie actually was a brief cultural phenomenon and was trending online for weeks on end just not for the reasons the filmmakers or the studio hoped so let's dive Mm -hmm. into the wild and spooky history of cinema's most lovable vampire legend dr michael morbius
0: so so that was that was the trick and the rest of this episode this is gonna be the treat oh comedy a,
1: more like comedy <laughs> um, <laughs> no one is saying that <laughs> chapter one a morb is born <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> Artisan Entertainment announced a deal with Marvel Entertainment in May 2000 to co-produce, finance, and distribute several films based on Marvel Comics characters, including Morbius. Oh my! Oh my God! I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that this has been in the <laughs> works for 20 years. No, it, I mean I it, it technically has. Like the it's been tossed around for about since the year 2000. Right, right. But
0: it's like the, the broader Marvel project has been tossed around yeah. for 2000 years and Morbius was a part of that. But it'd be funny if there was like a Disney exec yeah. in 2000 that was like, listen, Morbius.
1: We need to make Morbius for my, I promise my children that I would make a Morbius movie. <laughs> so yeah, they were tossing around the idea for like literally since 2000 to make a movie of Morbius the Living Vampire. And I don't know any, I don't read comics. I don't know anything about Morbius the Living Vampire, but it doesn't seem like the strongest IP to make a movie yeah, of. I've never heard like, of this one. You know, like once before com- the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like once comic book movies started to become a thing, I think like really the, the, it was like the original Spider Man movie, like the Tobey Maguire. Like I think yeah, all the yeah. studios were like, what can we milk to make money? <laughs> like what obscure characters? And then, you know, that's just been the last. 20 years of our culture. Yeah. Previously, the character was set to appear in 1998's Blade. However, the character was cut from the first film, and Morbius was withheld from the silver screen for over 20 years after that. Many feared he would never have his moment to shine. But in May 2017, Sony announced plans for a new shared universe featuring Spider-Man-related properties, beginning with Venom in October 2018. This was later titled Sony's Spider-Man Universe. (laughs) um and so basically <laughs> yeah i mean so basically like sony was trying to cash in on the mcu after like you know the wild mm-hmm. success of of marvel cinematic universe but the only ip they own is like spider-man and all the characters that appear in the spider-man comics and basically like right i listened to a really interesting planet money episode about this actually like they have a deal with Marvel basically like they need to make something Spider-Man related at least every three years or the rights revert back to Marvel. So that's why they've just been continually like churning out anything Spider-Man related. Like, and they've rebooted reboot the yeah, series like three yeah. times.
0: That that's why there's that drill. There's that drill tweet. That's like every generation deserves at least four <laughs> movies called Spider-Man too.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen three different movies called Spider Man Two in the theaters, and it's like there's no real reason to reboot it, but like they're just they need like they're trying to hold on to a piece of the pie.
0: Yeah, I knew that Sony had like a weird rights thing with with Marvel, but it was only for Spider Man, and that's why they had to keep churning shit out.
1: Yeah, it's definitely like a much weaker property than like all of Marvel. Like basically, like Disney owns all of Marvel except for Spider Man, and Sony just owns Spider Man. So, but they're trying to like create the level of scope that the mcu has created which it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. Uh, in july 2017 spider-man homecoming director john watts expressed interest in featuring morbius in the then untitled spider-man far from home believing that the character's dark tone could work well within the mcu that november two screenwriters submitted a script to sony for a morbius film after a quote secret development process at the studio Jared Leto became loosely attached to star in the title role, but would not commit to the film until he was ha- happy with its direction. Leto asked to personally meet with several director candidates From everything I know about Jared Leto, he just seems like a general is that
2: is that normal as as someone who I mean has experience in movie making? I mean, even for a, a star that that big.
1: No, that's not... I mean, yeah. I mean, if it was, like, Tom Cruise, yeah. that would make sense. But Jared Leto, like, there's no reason he should be, like, choosing the film's director. Like,
2: That seems kind of like, outside, like, way over the line. Even for, yeah, for someone like him.
1: I want to make sure that you're going to do <laughs> Morbius justice. Yeah, it's like, why does he yeah. care about, it's like... It's like it's King Lear, know, like, Lear or something. I don't know. Like, it just seems like... <laughs> right. right. Well, I've heard, like, Jared Leto does this a lot. Like, apparently, like, when... After the Joker was recast, he sent like an angry letter to Warner Brothers. Like, how dare you recast the Joker? (laughs) Like, I am the only Joker. Like, it's like, it's not up to you, dude. Like, you're being paid to be an actor. I am the Joker and also Morbius. (laughs) Right. You choose one. You can be Morbius or the Joker. I am the chewing
2: vampire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the end of April twenty eighteen, Sony had met with several directors before settling on Daniel Espinoza, who previously directed the sci-fi horror film Life for the studio. I don't know if you guys have seen Life, but it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
0: I've heard it's it's I've heard it's I bad. was gonna say I've never heard of it. This I think movie.
1: it bombed at the box office and I think I don't know why I watched it, but like it's one of those rare movies that I can genuinely say like it made my life worse after watching it. Like it just it, <laughs> Oh my like, god. It didn't I don't think I it's like this weird, like sci-fi horror film that's like really depressing and like really poorly made, and like it ends with the, all the characters being killed off and it's like I don't know. It just it was like, ugh, that was yeah. just not fun.
0: It's funny, like I, I that yeah, it is fascinating. So I don't know why
1: yeah. he was the choice.
0: That makes me think. Uh, That makes me think it was like a studio, the studio was approaching it as a financial vehicle rather than like a filmmaking one, and they wanted a director that they could cow into doing whatever they wanted. Yeah,
1: definitely seems like it. Yeah. Um, In May, while on tour in Germany with his band 30 Seconds to Mars, Leto met with Espinosa to talk about the film, and the pair were both confirmed for the project at the end of June. Filming was expected to begin by the end of 2018, and Sony was expected to fit the film into its already set Marvel release slate. By the end of September, Sony still had not set a release date for the film. They were likely waiting to see the response to Venom in early October, with producer Avi Arad confirming at the time that there was excitement at Sony to produce Morbius, especially due to the story of, quote, a healer that becomes a killer, and how do you deal with that? It's like the most exciting tagline. What do you even
0: do? <laughs> I would kill myself. I would immediately kill I would I'd be if scared. If I saw that I would run I'd scream, run around in circles. Yell. <laughs> if I saw a doctor with a knife, I would I would perhaps yell. I would perhaps it's flee. It right, it's like imagine
2: uncanny relationship between healing and hurting.
1: <laughs> right. Like it's that's wild, crazy, dude. bro. That's
0: fucking. That's fucking crazy,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah, and that was the film's tagline. What if doctor <laughs> become killer? <laughs> but we got to make sure. And like the the
0: audience response to Venom was very like studio. Like studio producers are not going to get why this movie's popular. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because like the success of that movie was not like they were trying to sell it as like. Venom, got to go get him. <laughs> like the fucking badass. Eminem, like the super hard ass yeah. Eminem badass
1: yeah. thing. Yeah. like <laughs> Right. And then the audience just kind of li- like, it It was fun. Like it definitely like campy and silly and like took itself too seriously and like a lot of weird choices. But like that's not like the audience didn't like it because it was like so badass and they wanted to be Venom or whatever. Right. <laughs> Maybe some 12 year olds did. It, or they,
0: they liked it. Yeah, they liked it because Tom Hardy was like being funny and unhinged in right, it. Right, like, exactly.
1: That was the yeah. crux of that movie. Like it's like a Nicolas Cage performance like it's like so unhinged that it's yeah. fun to watch. <laughs> so so what we've got is
0: like a studio like gauging their reaction Based (laughs) on misunderstanding the popularity of Venom. Which is a pretty
1: good, like, foreshadowing of what's going to happen with with Morbius. Like, just a studio not getting (laughs) what is going on. A spokesman said the project was, quote, very far along at that stage, and they were now planning to begin filming in early 2019, with the intention that Morbius would be the second film released as part of Sony's shared Spider-Man universe after Venom. He added that Leto was bringing the same intensity to the film that he brought to playing the Joker in Suicide Squad. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, uh, he was he was bad at that it sucked they cut
1: it right. <laughs> he was not intense in that movie at all and side note having wa- so i watched morbius to prepare for this episode and i gotta say that I'm sorry. i've never seen an actor with less intensity in a role like like I, he's <laughs> the opposite of intense like he seems very restrained and like he does not want to be there and like he's holding back all of his emotions so i don't know what <laughs> I don't know what the intensity comment comes from.
2: I've just realized, like, as you, the more we talk about Morbius, the more I realize that in my head, I have replaced that movie with germa clips, basically. With, like, germa in. (laughs) (laughs) What? Because, like, germa had this, like, green screen bit where he put in vampire teeth, fake vampire teeth, and would, like, run at the camera pretending to be Morbius. (laughs) And I literally remember more about that than the actual movie. I, did you ever see Morbius? I saw parts of it, like on the plane. But I have not. <laughs> yeah, seen I just like Morbius, didn't stick right? in my I've brain. seen
0: like the the three clips that everyone posts. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. like we
2: all had this pact where we agreed to forget it or something.
1: Well, having watched it, I barely remember it. Like I just watched <laughs> it like last week, and I like it, it slipped out of my mind. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like the most forgettable film I've ever watched.
0: That's like the worst thing that art can be yeah. to me. Is like it, it's not even like memorably bad. It's yeah. just nothing. Like it just slips out of your head and right. And that's
1: kind of like at least Venom was like I remember that movie just for how silly and crazy it was. But like Morbius is not even like that. It's just like it just slips out of your brain. Right. Um, by November, box office analysts believe that Venom had been successful enough for Sony to move ahead with other Spider-Man related films like Morbius. And at the end of that month, the studio dated an untitled Marvel film that was believed to be Morbius for a July 10th, 2020 release. Principal photography began during the last week of February 2019 in London under the working title Plasma. Oliver Wood served as cinematographer for the film, which would be his last credit before his death in February 2023. <laughs> Imagine if your last movie oh my was God. Morbius. Oh my so God. sad.
0: Oh, man. <laughs>
1: Uh, With the start of filming, Jared Harris and Tyrese Gibson joined the cast as Michael's mentor and an FBI agent hunting Michael, respectively. Matt Smith, who is arguably probably the best part of the film, but the bar is pretty low, um, was reported to be playing the villainous Locious Crown slash Hunger, though he was later revealed to be playing an original character named Milo. I don't know why they (laughs) created original Uh, characters for the villain, but... um, Yeah, like... There was a real, a real
0: Morbius yeah, head on that writing head. team who's like, no, nah, no, nah, I've, I've, had this one in the back right. pocket for I a while. I think I know what
1: Morbius I would have to bust out my OC. <laughs> um, <laughs> Morbius would love to battle. I know Milo. Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> if I know Morbius and I know Morbius, <laughs> everyone's a little like scared of the one like super obsessed Morbius yeah. writer who's always talking about how much he loves Morbius. It's like, okay, dude, like. Calm down.
2: I want to like now. I want to comb. Yeah. All right. YouTube we can put like the one Morbius fan channel before this movie was announced, and then like watch <laughs> yeah. them like crash and burn <laughs> as they
1: react to the movie. Right. Who was like oh really excited for Morbius? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, they're doing a Morbius movie! Holy
0: shit. I don't. I was like into comics for a little bit. Like I had all the dictionaries and everything, and I've never heard of Morbius.
1: <laughs> In March, I think, 2019, filming took place in Manchester's northern quarter, doubling for New York City. Filming was scheduled to take 12 weeks, and Venom producer Amy Pascal said in June that production had just wrapped on the project. In September 2019, Sony announced a new agreement with Disney that extended a previous deal to have Marvel Studios and its president Kevin Feige produce a sequel to Far From Home, keeping Spider Man in Marvel's shared universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As part of the new agreement, Feige stated that moving forward, the MCU's Spider-Man would be able to cross cinematic universes and appear in Sony's own shared universe as well. So this plan is already very confusing and like, it's basically like Disney is working with Sony to produce these, these Spider-Man films that are part of the MCU, but also not part of the MCU. But then Sony can create its own cinematic universe that is also is and isn't part of the MCU. And they have, like, a profit-sharing deal. It's, like, again, there was, like, this is part of, like, this Planet Money episode, but it was, like, it's just very confusing. And it's basically, like, Sony just trying to cash in on the MCU's success and, like, and Disney basically just trying to, like, milk Spider-Man for as much as it's worth and basically, like, screw Sony over. So it's, it just, it makes for a lot of confusing, obligatory content.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: And there's also a really weird part of that podcast of Planet Money, apparently, like, um, Kevin Feige and Sony producer Amy Pascal had a meeting, and when Kevin Feige pitched this idea to Amy Pascal, she threw a sandwich at his face. Like <laughs> it's been confirmed Why? by multiple what? sources. I don't. I don't know. Is this like a she what? was like pissed that she a he jokingly thought jokingly it was like thrown sandwich or half unsincere. joking, half not. It was just like it's a really weird story that I still don't really understand. But like, apparently, he like came into the meeting and was like. Yeah, like we can do Spider Man better than you, so you should work with us. And she like f- <laughs> full fledged like threw a sandwich at his face. That's great. And this has been how like, dare you, Zara? Just
2: Morbius.
0: You right. know how much I hate Morbius.
2: I hope one day I have an excuse to throw a sandwich at someone's face. It's just the right level of violence to like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, you're not going to hurt anyone, but it's yeah. it's got some heft right. to yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it. it's like a meatball sub from Subway or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hope I have an excuse to throw individual um, meatballs at someone one day in anger.
0: Well, ne- next time we hang out, I'll, I'll, I'll pitch Morbius to you and you <laughs> can throw a sandwich at my yeah, head. Yeah.
1: Right. I'll film it and <laughs> sell it for, sell it to TMZ. Um, <laughs> the, the deal between Sony and Disney was said to be a call and answer between the two franchises as they acknowledge details between the two and what they would loosely be described as a shared detailed universe. Sony very clearly wanted to replicate the success of the MCU with their weaker roster of Spider-Man related characters. The only problem was (laughs) weaker, pathetic roster (laughs) of Spider-Man characters, flaccid, puny, (laughs) pathetic. The only problem was compared to the MCU, Sony proved to be very, very bad at creating such an ambitious cinematic universe. So it's like, you know, like they're trying to replicate something that's like, hasn't really been done before. Like, Kevin Feige is like the only one really to do this super successfully. So I don't know. It's like, it's, it's a lot of like untested waters.
2: Yeah. To be honest, I don't, to be honest, I don't know like what's their, what Sony's record is on making movies like this. If I'm Frank, I like, are they pretty new to this kind of thing?
1: Well, they haven't done it very successfully, successfully in a long time. Like basically like the reason they're making this deal with Disney is like they're struggling so bad with like maintaining spider-man like the andrew garfield ones like lost a lot of money at the box office so like they don't really have the chops at this but like they're trying to like scale
2: yeah i was saying that's the only other one i could think of and it was kind of a flop
1: yeah like they had like 10 years of like making kind of shitty disappointing movies
0: yeah and like uh, there were a lot of studios trying to replicate the mcu thing like remember the the universal dark universe (laughs) Remember that? I can't say. uh, Yeah, they were for a while. Universal was saying that they were going to do a uh, like a cinematic universe with like Frankenstein and Dracula and like (laughs) the Swamp Thing.
1: Wouldn't really exciting to like Um, like (laughs) audiences. Frankenstein, like like
0: Swamp Thing, the Invisible Man, Mm, the Mummy, but. Oh yeah, yeah. The oh my god, well, the movie's not. <laughs> it could bad. be a whole episode in itself. But oh yeah, but the like, the MCU had like twenty years of planning behind yeah. it, and this is this is a hit or miss studio already trying to play cancer. exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Chapter two: Morb money, Morb problems. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the, the film's first trailer, released in January 2020, included a brief appearance by Michael Keaton reprising, reprising his role as Adrian Toomes' Vulture from the co-produced Marvel Studios film Spider-Man Homecoming, which is really confusing. Um, <laughs>
0: cool, I Because he's a
1: cool character in that movie, but I don't know why he's in Morbius. Um, I, I liked that version of the yeah. Vulture. So some of Keaton's scenes apparently had to be reshot when the events depicted in Spider-Man No Way Home did not properly coincide with Morbius. So already like there's like confusion oh of God. like, does this meet the canon of what what the MCU did? Like are we gonna have to reshoot scenes and that delays production?
0: Why why would they bother? Like who cares?
1: Yeah. Well, again, it's like no one knows who the fuck Morbius is, so they're like, remember Vulture? He's in it too. Like it's like <laughs> like side villain from the <laughs> the Marvel the MCU Spider-Man. Apparently there was a moment in the trailer of Morbius walking past a graffiti painting of Spider-Man which was added to the trailer without the director's knowledge only to be removed in the final film. So like the studios like intervening okay. trying to like like this is part of Spider-Man, but the movie has nothing to do with Spider-Man like there's no references in the final movie, so it's like they're trying to like weirdly tease that it's it takes place in the same universe as Spider-Man, but it's not there's no reference of Spider-Man except in like the after credit scene oh, Come on
2: <laughs> like it's like it's like Mor- Morbius is that foot of Stalin with a guy. Spider-Man getting edited out of the background. right, right.
0: They're editing about, like Stalin's enemies. Like they
2: can't, they can't decide if like they're <laughs> friends or in the same world or not.
1: Right, exactly. Um, several film critics described the premise of the film as presented by the trailer as ridiculous and panned the visual style of the film. Scott Mendelson, writing for Forbes, agreed with the comparison to Venom, which he felt was a good move by Sony due to the c- success of Venom but caution that Leto may not have the same box office draw for general audiences that Tom Hardy gave to Venom which is like
0: I <laughs> oh yeah you think
1: you think it's like Maybe? what you think? It's like the only thing Jared Leto is really known for is like being a bad joker and like being in a bunch of like weird indie movies that he was not a good actor he, he's in.
0: known for being a a dick to the the chick who plays Harley Quinn who's like a like a darling of the film industry right yeah. now
1: right apparently like he would he did a bunch of like weird like demented pranks on the set of the suicides or like suicide squad and like sent like a dead rat or like a used condom in the mail or something like that like
0: he like mailed her a dead
1: rat that's what the joker would do it's like okay it's like, no, he like, wouldn't. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, the Joker wouldn't even do that. Much of the discussion surrounding the film's trailer centered on the revelation of Keaton's role in the visual reference to Spider-Man, which led to questions about the film's relationship with the Spider-Man films and the wider MCU. A second trailer was released on November 2nd, 2021, and led to further confusion and speculation about the film's connection to other franchises. Fans and commentators noted that the trailer, in addition to the Venom films, also also referenced Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy, Uh, The Amazing Spider-Man films with Andrew Garfield and the MCU Spider-Man films, despite all three franchises being set in different fictional universes. So, like, this was still, like, before, like, all, like, every superhero movie is trying to cash in on, like, the whole multiverse thing. So, it was, like, it led to, like, uh, a lot of confusion of, like, what universe does this take place in? Like, yeah. like it's, like, referencing all these different reboots of Spider-Man. And, and it's, like, does this even have to do with Spider-Man? Like, who, is, who the fuck is Morbius? It just
2: seems like a weird, bizarre, I don't know anything about this, but, like, a, a bizarre anchor point to make.
0: Right. You know? It's, like, the commonality between all of these Spider-Mans. Michael <laughs> <Yeah>. Morbius. <laughs> the keystone of comic book continuity.
1: Right. And I remember the trailers like didn't really like give away anything about what the movie was about other than it's like about a doctor who turns himself into a vampire and we can't really tell if he's like the hero or the villain. He, so he throws I, I just, a red
0: ball around really fast.
1: Yeah, he and he did that like, in the trailer. He threw a red turns ball. Turns into a vampire. <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> argue with that. Um say what you like about Michael Morbius, but he sure (laughs) threw a red ball ball I mean, yeah, you know. Reshoots for the film began in LA by early February 2020 and were finished a month later when film productions around the US were halted due to the COVID-19 pandemic. At the end of March, the film's release date was pushed back to March 2021. In January 2021, the film was delayed to October October 2021 and then to January 2022.
0: So reshoots delays in the middle of the pandemic and like, you know, delays on the order of months. So we're, we're doing great here. Yeah. This is a great production. Right. So and then, far.
1: then like changing things last minute without the director's knowledge and confused about which elements of Spider-Man to include at the end of January, Leto revealed that additional reshoots were taking place in mid February. The film's release was moved back to another week at the end of April, 2021, And the film was then delayed to April 2022 due to the box office success of Spider-Man No Way Home, which Sony hoped would continue throughout early 2022. So it was delayed like six times. It's never like the best sign. Jesus. No. Yeah. In March, visual effects supervisor Matthew Butler revealed that motion capture technology had been used for Leto to portray Michael's vampiric form, which is this basically the exact same technology that they used on the Polar Express. So, yeah. and having oh, watched no. the film, it it looks exact like when he turns into a vampire, it looks like a character from the Polar Express. Jesus There's not Chris. any, you know, evolution <laughs> to the technology. Oh, dear. Um So, yeah, that's what we're working with here. Hot, (laughs) hot, hot, hot chocolate. Yeah, there's a huge hot chocolate scene where Morbius throws around a red ball and orders hot chocolate from a train (laughs) conductor. (laughs) Um,
0: Everyone except for Jared Leto was played by Tom Hanks.
1: There's
0: There's an evil Scrooge
1: puppet, too. Yeah,
2: but he drinks boiling (laughs) blood. That's the only difference.
1: It's part of the Polar Express cinematic universe. (laughs) <laughs> which would actually be cool. It's the
0: anchor point between the polar express and spider-man a poster
1: of the conductor from the polar express that he Morbius walks by in the trailer, <laughs> but it was cut
0: during reshoots.
1: A weird, uh, random note, director Daniel Espinosa cited Pokemon as an influence on the portrayal of Michael Morbius, powers, specifically singling out the series use of light and color to depict the title creatures, attacks and abilities. So <laughs> it's like polar express meets,
0: what? Yeah.
1: Meets a vampire movie meets Pokemon. That's, what that's what the visual style is of this movie. Meets Venom. Literally, what does that mean? Right.
0: Like, I, I don't... Yeah. I genuinely... Like, I've, I've seen the whole original Pokemon cartoon. I don't know what he's right, talking no about. no
2: idea how that could factor in in any way f- or form.
0: Yeah. I guess it's like the different Pokemon types are color-coded, mm-hmm. but that's not from... The show. That's, like, from the games.
2: It sounds like it's the kind of thing you make up in an interview because you don't know how to answer the question. Yeah. Literally, I think that might be it. I think we give, like, a lot of directors and actors too much credit. Like, I think sometimes they just don't know how to answer (laughs) a question. Legitimately. Like, they just don't. They expect. Yeah. They feel like they need to give an answer on, like, what their influences are. And sometimes they just say something.
1: Well, when filmmakers are, like, doing press junkets for movies, they have to literally sit with, like, like over 50 interviews in one day and usually asking yeah. the same questions, so they just, like, run out of things to say. It's like, eh, I don't know, like, I used to like Pokemon. I think at a
2: certain point you get broken down, you just start making
0: yeah. shit up. Yeah, it's uh, Pokemon. That's where I got Michael Morbius from. He's a Pokemon, actually. It's awesome. A, a blood-type Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> the world's first blood-type <laughs> right. Pokemon.
1: I remember there was a story of like Robert Pattinson like in some like Press Junket for Twilight and like at the end of it he was so exhausted that he like made up a story about like he went to the circus when he was a child and saw like a clown explode <laughs> it's so funny. no no it was like he said he said like he was lying it was on like
0: David Letterman too he was like he was lying about a story that he said that he went to the circus when he was little and he saw the clown car get into a wreck and he says that he was watching them like pull like clown bodies out of the clown car
2: <laughs> that is that's honestly funny that, that's amazing yeah.
0: <laughs> and then like people only learned of that when they like asked him about it later they're like hey so like on this other show <laughs> you mentioned that you saw a bunch of clowns like die in a horrible accident he was like yeah i, I made <laughs> that like up. i don't know why I because like that. you I have
2: t- to give so <laughs> yeah. many interviews and like but like i've right. seen so many interviews with stars promoting a show or a movie where they clearly are checked out just like right. going through yeah. the motion. They yeah. like, don't want to be there because they're tired. Yeah, and it's especially bad on like these new interview shows where you can't just talk. You have to like do a thing. You know, that's a, that's a new style. Right. Like when right. Charlie Day went on Hot Ones, it is so painfully right. obvious he does not want to be there. Like he already right. doesn't want to talk. Oh He's already God. tired. And he actually like talked about this on his podcast later. But, like, not only is he tired and doesn't want to do the interview in the first place, he, like, hates spicy food. <laughs> right. And it's like you're already exhausted. It's your
1: it. 50th interview of the yeah. week, and now you have to eat, like, ridiculously <laughs> yeah. spicy oh, food, just making it more challenging. It's something
2: that his manager or whoever made him do. Like, he, he didn't seek this out, you know?
0: I, I can't imagine, like being forced to go on hot ones. Like that sounds incredibly yeah. unpleasant. But a lot
2: of people are, uh, the, the, the good news is by the end, he, he said it was fun. He, that's what he said.
0: Okay. That's good. But, but anyway,
2: let's get more. Yeah, let's get <laughs> yeah,
1: he yeah, yeah, sidetracked on hot again. ones for a while. Um, so a brief description of the plot of Morbius, the film features Jared Leto as Dr. Mark Michael Morbius, a world renowned scientist with a rare blood disease who attempts to cure himself by splicing his genes with those of vampire bats. Big surprise, this experiment turns him into a vampire, something he doesn't want to be. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck! Bro! There was a 50% chance of this happening. Um Matt Smith plays Morbius's childhood friend Milo, who also suffers from the same rare blood disease, and he also turns himself into a vampire, but he actually wants to be a vampire, so he's the villain. So basically, it's like... Come a battle on. between it's fucking stupid, like, Mor- like Morbius, who's like, No, we can't be vampires, we'll eat people. And Matt Smith is like, Yes, I love being a vampire, I love eating the people. It's and it's just like their kind of battle back and forth. Also Wait, joining okay. the cast,
2: so do they? Do they eat, do they eat flesh or do
1: they just drink blood? He delivers it just like that. They just drink like, blood, okay, I think. Right. I don't. I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> I watched okay. it last Wednesday. Because that's the thing. Like at um, a certain
2: point, a vampire is just a cannibal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I, they're just like a
1: more like aristocrat. <sighs> yeah, aristocratic yeah. yeah. Cannibal. we said it. Um, also joining the cast are Audrey Arjona, Jared Harris, and Al Madrigal. Tyrese Gibson plays an FBI agent named Simon Stroud, who is apparently based on a comic book character. Uh, in promotional interviews, Gibson describes Stroud as a superhero with a high-tech wemi- weapons-grade arm. He said, That arm has all kinds of special effects and powers, and that's going to mess people up when they see this movie. It's my first time ever officially being a superhero. I've done some superhero shit, but I ain't ever been a superhero. I had to explain this to my daughter." However, all the scenes featuring the high-tech arm were cut out of the final movie, so he just plays a regular FBI agent. <laughs> just,
2: I'm just imagining him like, running around with like, a steak arm trying to escape <laughs> into a vampire. It's just a big wooden stick. It's like a go-go gadget Swiss Army knife with like a steak on one part, a cross <laughs> on another, a, a, head of, a head of garlic on the next one. Go go gadget! Christ I, like, I genuinely arms. like
1: don't know how the high tech weapons grade arm would have factored into the film, but like apparently they they scrapped it. But it was just funny that he like talked about his like high tech arm in a bunch of interviews, and it wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> He's and just that, a regular yeah, guy.
2: That's so d- sad. That's so depressing. <laughs> yeah. I
0: would be like, devastated. I'd, be, I'd be like embarrassed. Right? I'd be like mad at my agent if that happened. Yeah. Uh, like I talked about this <laughs> right. stupid arm in like all these interviews, and now you cut it. Like, come right. on!
2: And then he's got to, to do another ream of interviews for his next film or for the post release, and they're gonna be like, "What? What's with the arm? Why did you lie about <laughs> right. the arm?
0: Yeah, why did you lie to us? You
2: heard our Did you feelings. make that up?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: to, to hurt why us? Why did you
2: decide to betray betray the audience's trust?
1: Why? <laughs> right? Why would <laughs> right. you lie about a high tech arm? Um, Morbius had its world premiere in Mexico city on March 10th, 2022, and was released in the U S on April 1st, 2022 in IMAX and other premium large formats. I find it funny that it's released on April, released on April fool's day. Like <laughs> after all the delays, it ends up on April fool's day. Yeah. Yeah. It did open at number one at the box office, but experienced a dramatic 74% drop in its second weekend after it was beat by Sonic the hedgehog. <laughs> Woof.
0: I mean, you're done. You're dead, buddy. That's that's. There's no coming back from seventy-four. This was the second
1: worst second week drop of all time for a superhero movie. So it just like dropped off the map. Wait, what was the first one? I I I don't know. I uh, that's for our audience to figure out. And if you can figure it out, and you win a prize. In total, Morbius grossed seventy-three point nine million in the U.S. and Canada, and ninety-three point six million in other territories for a worldwide total of one hundred and sixty-seven point five million with a production budget of around 80 million which is not including marketing that is probably close to break even even after a VOD release. Wow. Ouch. So it's like yeah. they'll probably make some money back um, but like it's not it's definitely not anything to like warrant a right. sequel or like incorporating Morbius into like yeah. the Morbius Spider-Man cinematic universe or whatever.
0: Ooh, okay. I, I googled it. Do you want to give a guess? As to what the, the greatest second week drop off for a superhero movie was? Mm.
1: Uh, totally. Was it another Spider Man movie?
0: No. Okay, you're never going to guess this. It was 1997's Steel, which starred Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Damn. Wow. It's like only beaten Morbius's opening weekend was only, like, the only thing worse than it was Steel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A movie that doesn't exist and was made up right. or something. Like, <laughs>
1: right. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of 15% based on 278 reviews. The that website is higher cri- than
0: I expected.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst movie in the world, but it's like it's like pretty forgettable and pretty. the acting is pretty lackluster and the plot is just very silly. The website's critical consensus reads cursed with uninspired effects, rote performances and a borderline nonsensical story, this dreary mess is a vain, V E I N attempt to make Morbius happen. I don't know why I I don't I really don't like when Rotten Tomatoes tries to make a pun and it's like yeah. summary of the movie. It just like feels very stupid. Um it's like why are, it feels like a weird like marketing <laughs> thing for Morbius, a yeah. vain attempt. Um it ranks as the 16th worst reviewed superhero movie on the site. Metacritic assigned the film a weighted average score of 35 out of 100 based on 55 critics indicating generally unfavorable reviews. That's pretty That's bad up, really bad for Metacritic. For Metacritic that's yeah,
2: <laughs> bottom of the barrel.
1: Another source described the film as having been utterly ravaged by critics and Variety reported reception as being comically bad. Audience is pulled by cin- CinemaScore, which is basically like the pre-release test of like how much audiences like a movie and it's like a really good indication of how well a movie's going to do. Gave the film an average grade of C plus on an A plus to F scale, which is really bad for a superhero movie. That's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the C plus score is the second worst of any Marvel a- adaptation, ahead of only 2015's Fantastic Four. So, <laughs> and Fantastic Four is like probably the worst sur- superhero movie ever made.
0: Yeah, Fantastic. I've heard was garbage.
1: Oh yeah, way worse. I would watch Morbius any day of the week over Fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's that. Oh, yeah. Fan Forsake is like insultingly bad. (laughs) Jeez. The post credit scene also came under heavy scrutiny and became a joke in the eyes of the audiences due to failed fan service, confusing and incoherent explanation and poor dialogue. So basically, like the end credits credits scene of Morbius, which is totally unrelated to anything else in the film basically the vulture played by Michael Keaton from the Spider-Man movie is like magically transported to the Morbius world. And he like wakes up <laughs> in a prison cell and he's like, why am I here? And then like, there's another Welcome after to the
2: Morbosphere. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: You got more, <laughs> and then like he, he like later appears in like a field in his vulture suit and talks to Morbius and is like, "I think guys like you and I should team up." And it the, it ends with Morbius saying, "Intriguing," and it's just like very weird and like it's never explained. Like how does like they kind of explain it as like Spider Man has something to do with this? To
2: leave off your film on right? intriguing. intriguing. That's. <laughs> and like intriguing. jared leto's
1: dead corpse like uh line read yeah. intriguing right. <laughs> electrifying right. kate erbland of indywire stated uh this is confusing stuff and the appearance of keaton in a pair of mid-credits scene does little to help the sense that morbius is mostly incoherent or at least very at odds with whatever it's trying to say Paul Tassi of Forbes said that Adrian Toombs slash Vulture's motivation made little sense and opined that all this seems pretty poorly mapped out at the moment. It's more like Sony stole the Vulture from the MCU rather than added Morbius to the MCU, which is more the original implication. It's like (laughs) we have Vulture and we're going to throw him in at the last minute. (laughs) We found Michael Keaton. Right, it's like, why didn't... We wouldn't let him leave. Like, I feel like this is like some weird clause of Michael Keaton's contract. Like, if Morbius tries, tries to steal you, you can't resist. You have to film for three days for the end credit scene of Morbius. Like, do, What do you think <laughs> Michael Keaton... Like, what's going on in his head? Like, Does he understand what's going on? Like, he's like... I, I, from a lot of stuff I've read, like, a lot of, like, the MCU actors have no idea what the fuck is going on. And they're just, like, given a script the yeah. day of and, like it's fit into the universe in a way that is explained to them later.
0: Yeah. I've heard that like they, they'll literally like shoot scenes without telling the actors, like what the context is. They're just saying like, you <laughs> right. look sad and you're looking off the right distance or
1: something. <laughs> Julia Glassman of The Mary Sue found the overall reveal weak, stating, I'm beginning to wonder if Sony just doesn't quite get the point of mid-credits scenes, which is true because it's like... You think? It's not teasing any movie. <laughs> it's like teasing a Morbius Vulture team-up. It's like, wh- like, who is who is going to be excited for that? Right. It's like,
0: why should we care? It's like, I think a lot of people probably wouldn't recognize the Michael Keaton right. Vulture.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well,
2: they barely recognize
1: um, anyone here, but... right." um timeouts kathy brennan felt by the film's attempts to court an audience by dangling a potential connection to the mcu spider-man is the worst kind of unearned fan service in a film this lackluster which is a pretty good description of like you don't earn like a vulture cameo (laughs) like we're not that invested in morbius's story to like care if he teams up with like a villain from the first (laughs) spider-man reboot or whatever who sticks around
0: through the entirety of morbius but then is like is yo Is that Michael (laughs) Keaton's Vulture? Well, now I'm invested.
1: (laughs) Right, and it's also weird because like Morbius is not like the villain, and so like why would he team up with the villain from another? It's like the the filmmakers have no idea what they're trying to do here. Well, but he's like the Joker. He's like all fucked up and dark, and so he he can be a hero in one
0: movie and a villain in the other.
1: Um, So. So as I stated before, and against my better judgment, I watched Morbius in preparation for this episode. There's very few, if any, positive things I can say. Some of the acting is okay. I think Matt Smith is kind of interesting in a few scenes. And there's a few scenes where it's like, I get what the director was going for, but like, it's just not very well executed. But like the special effects are really bad. And like I said, it's like straight out of the Polar Express when they turn into vampires. It's like human face, then like, motion capture video game face yeah the stakes are low the motivations are not very interesting and the premise like of a scientist like injecting himself with the genes of vampire bats is just like a pretty weak premise to form a whole movie around right yeah it's it's just like yeah and but but by far like the biggest issue with this movie is just jared leto is just not a good actor He's just so bland, no. so uninterested, and, like, makes for a very non-compelling protagonist. Like, I feel like if it was someone, like, really good, like, it could it could have been a lot better. Like, the setup of the film is actually kind of interesting, of, like, this kid struggling with this, like, blood disease, and he can't walk properly for all his life, and he's bullied. And then, like, he finds this rare cure, and it turns him. But it's just, like you don't care about the character because Jared Leto is just like dead the entire movie. Like it feels like if his best friend were shot in the face, he'd be like, Oh no. Like there's no like character motivation. Gene Wilder. When one of the children gets murdered by his Oompa Loompas, stop, don't police. (laughs) Stop. Um, Don't. Yeah. He shows almost no emotion throughout the entire movie. And it's not like the worst movie ever made, but it definitely like just escaped my brain the second that it was done. Like, I generally couldn't like remember the sequence of events in that movie. Chapter three, it's Morbin time. (gasps) It's here. (laughs) here. here. (laughs) So now we get to the the fun part. (laughs) Due to its lackluster box office performance and poor critical reception, Morbius inspired countless internet memes. Polygon wrote that the film became a a kind of collective internet hate watch with fans sharing meme shit posts which I ironically praised it as the best movie ever made. I remember very distinctly when Morbius took over the internet people just one day decided to be extremely mean to the movie Morbius and mock it to the point of obsession.
0: It, it was great. It, it was, was really like, funny. I feel like
1: Sony was just not prepared for like Gen Z's humor. Like they, they just don't understand. Like, and Gen Z was just ready yeah. from day one to pounce on Morbius. There's another
2: example of the, the Internet's devoted, concentrated attention does not at all signify long-lasting commitment or interest.
1: Right or enjoyment of a film? No, like no, yeah, even ironic enjoyment. Right. Um, the the level of commitment to sarcastically praising Morbius in order to make fun of it was genuinely impressive. Like I remember like watching videos on like Instagram and TikTok and be like, people are going so are so dedicated to making fun of this movie. Like even before it came out, it's like part of the humor was
0: how in depth right. people were going. Yeah to make fun of Morbius. Like, that was part of the joke, was, like, a person spent, like, four right, exactly. weeks making a video about Morbius. The, the joke that is that sucked. it
2: deserves attention at all of any kind. Right, right,
1: exactly. Following its release, the hashtag Morbius Sweep, which jokingly claimed Morbius was the most financially and critically successful film of all time, began trending. People began making began making absurd and clearly false claims about the unstoppable success of Morbius, which actually led to a lot of people believing the claims. It, like, reminded me a lot of, like, the political fake news where people couldn't tell what was real and what was, like, fabricated of, like... A lot like apparently, some of the actors like thought like the positive, like fake attention was real and like retweeted it. And then their team had to be like, no, like this is like fake. (laughs) And like they had to like delete it after.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, but they're making fun of you. Right.
1: It's like the actors, like, what? Like, I don't
0: understand. It's like, why would people say that? Why would they pretend right. to like something? Yeah, it's like, that like <laughs> I love I jokes that are, are like, why better.
1: would you do? Like, why would you be this dedicated they used to it.
2: Twitter? Right, the, uh, <laughs>
1: right. Um, claims um, made by people online included the film becoming the first film to sell over a trillion tickets. The first to make over a quote more billion dollars and the first film to, to <laughs> the first film to receive an impossible two hundred and three percent or higher approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes with an edited screenshot of the Wikipedia page about the film claiming that Edit earned three hundred and fifty two point nine trillion dollars. It's like <laughs> it's like right. more money and than and like people are like using Earth. like photoshop and like editing programs to like carefully construct these like uh, fake screenshots and like fake proof. One post so made the claim that Martin Scorsese, who had previously declared that superhero films were not true cinema, had changed his mind after watching Morbius. <laughs> 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 that's that's oh, such a yeah. deep cut right. like, He's <laughs> like you know what I was wrong <laughs> like, I, I am truly Deeply yeah, sorry and, and Morbius proved right. it I'd like to apologize for everyone involved <laughs> in Morbius the fake quote from Martin Scorsese was shared on Instagram by Tyrese Gibson, an actor from Morbius, under the belief that it was genuine. And he <laughs> later deleted the post. So he was like excited oh, about it. Like, oh, my God, like Martin Scorsese, like changed oh, his mind.
0: I, I, OK, it makes you feel. Oh, a little man. Bad. A little bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel a little bad for these. Actors. Yeah, just, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, didn't, didn't like a lot wrong. of them actors rarely are, are the
2: culprit. I mean, here, except for Leto, I, I don't think you could really blame any of them for how bad I mean like
1: everyone else in the movie are decent actors and they're just like trying to get a paycheck and like they're just seeing all this like positive praise for a movie that they were on for like a couple weeks and be like, Oh, that's nice. Like I'm going to retweet that.
2: (laughs) And a lot of people don't realize there's a difference between bad acting and bad acting direction. You know, there's a huge difference
0: there. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like yeah, the Star of. Wars movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time, like, in movies that are, like, really shitty, like, the actors are genuinely good actors. It's just, like, it's not their fault. Like, mm-hmm. they were just coached and thrown into these scenes without context yeah. and coached really poorly. The film received a resurgence in internet memes following its release on VOD, with many involving the fake catchphrase, It's Morbin Time. <laughs> it's Morbin Time. I remember a lot of like fake clips from the movie that were like deep fake edited for Morbius like like the climax of the movie like saying it's Morbin time and like using his powers and they looked like really convincing <laughs> like it was like and and there was a lot of people in the comments being like oh my god <laughs> I didn't realize he actually said it's Morbin time I thought it was a joke so it's like people couldn't tell god what was oh real
2: it's believable enough it's believable enough yeah.
0: thing to edit in. Yeah. As okay. A Evan, Evan, do you think that Jared Leto's performance as Morbius was so wooden that it made the deep fakes like harder to <laughs> I spot? Mean, honestly,
1: I feel like, yeah, I think, I, I, I think that's actually true because like, <laughs> you know, like if it's a really like impassioned performance, it's very nuanced. Like it's harder to like fake that voice. But if it's like, you know, it's Morbin time. It sounds like exactly like any other line read from the film. So it's like, it almost contributed to it. And like, people were like, they did it in a really smart way where they would post like fake, like of like cell phone footage of like a theater screening of Morbius. So it was like a little bit blurry. That's smart. Yeah. So like, you couldn't really tell where like it was edited.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Man. That's so clever. I would not have. Well, even and the other thought thing too
1: is like it did so poorly at the box office. Like most people who were seeing these memes, like had never actually watched the movie, so they couldn't verify if like this stuff was real or not. So like it was almost like a like a Mandela effect of like is this like actually like something in this shitty movie or is this like a joke that like someone edited?
0: It's like yeah, it's almost like if you want to describe mar- modern marketing as like like an evil wizard spell it's like they found a loophole <laughs> in the spell yeah. somehow and it like caused the spell to collapse in <laughs> exactly on itself.
1: users on the fr- the film's official discord server call themselves morb heads and users engaged in morbin on various discord servers by distributing pirated copies of the film <laughs> so <laughs> that's what morbin means a large number number of channel channels on twitch began illegally hosting the entire film on repeat One channel, Morbius two four seven, was banned after acquiring thousands of followers just playing Morbius. I I
0: saw somebody who converted the entire movie into a GIF and then uploaded it to Tumblr. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like (laughs) I remember seeing like very fast GIFs, like thirty second, like very fast (laughs) GIFs of the movie.
2: It's like a a genre of GIF now.
1: Um, Morbius piracy spread to other platforms, including Twitter, where the entire film was posted in a series of 52 two-minute-long videos, (laughs) compressed into a 30-second-long video, and the entire script copy and pasted into individual tweets. Um, Additional, viral fake news posts claimed that as a result of the Morbius success, a sequel had been greenlit, greenlit, um, leading Morbius 2 to briefly trend on the website, in addition to the phrase, it's Morbin time" trending on Twitter for over a week right it was up there for a while yeah i remember <laughs> like, yeah. these fake like morbius 2 confirmed and like a lot of people thought that was real like <laughs> oh my god they're actually making a sequel but it's like it wasn't real <laughs> and like the dumb greedy little piggies they are sony attempted to cash in on the memes but genuinely failed to understand the joke <laughs> as a result of the memes Sony decided to re release Morbius into a thousand theaters on June 3rd, 2022. I remember that.
0: I remember this. Yeah. God.
1: The re release also performed poorly, making just $280,000 over the weekend. (laughs) Nothing. They lost a ton of money. (laughs) That's
2: hilarious. Corporate sabotage (laughs) as a meme.
1: So basically, like the internet gaslit Sony into re releasing it. Right? Right. It's like, we want, like, it's almost like, Sony just genuinely didn't understand, uh, like, why people were making fun of this movie. Like, the whole point was, like, making fun of Morbius as if it was the best film of all time without actually watching it. And then they're like, oh, people love Morbius. Let's, like, put it back in, like, put a bunch more marketing expense to putting it back in theaters. And then that, like, lost them a ton more money.
0: Oh, my God. It's, like, it's become a shorthand for a new tactic for fucking with corporations of like, honestly, good. Right. Like It's like an astroturfed praise campaign is literally called like doing a Morbius or something.
2: If it, if it shocks them to their senses, good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. these <laughs> Following the financial failure of the re-release, a petition was started on change.org to put the film back in theaters for a third time with the claim that, quote, we were all busy that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) This is really funny. It's like, oh, sorry, we we all had stuff going on that weekend. Can you put it back in theaters?
0: Please release it again. Please. Please, 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 please. please.
1: (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) I Like, I wish Sony would have put it back in theaters, but I think then they were like, they kind of like started to get it and like, yeah. didn't want to be burned again. Epilogue. In January 2021, Leto said that there was potential for Michael Morbius to appear alongside the character Blade in a future project with Mahershala Ali ca- cast in the role for the MCU. Uh-huh. That December, in discussing the introduction of the multiverse in Spider-Man No Way Home... Leto said there was potential for further crossovers with the character in future films. Uh However, during CinemaCon 2022, Sony announced numerous Marvel projects. Some outlets noted that while Venom 3 and Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse were announced, there was no announcement for a Morbius sequel, leaving the character's future in question. So it seems we may never see Morbius on the silver screen again. Oh, no. But we, Though we may never get an, um, another Morbius movie, his flame burns bright in our hearts. This spooky season, keep Dr. Michael Morbius at the forefront of your mind and keep on Morbin every second of every day. And that's the story of Jerry Leto in Morbius.
0: I'm slow clap, my friend. Well done.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's
0: good to be back. Uh, Well, I think that was our show for this evening. We still yeah. haven't written an outro. Uh, y- uh, did, did, did thank you write for it? listening. No, I didn't. I haven't. Uh, if I have, it. I've completely forgotten about it. I'll do that.
1: Well, follow us you on better. Patreon. Follow us on the socials. And uh, tell your friends. Yeah,
0: home from the Kroger's. Ch- chances are, if you're listening to this right now, you know where to find us, but that might change. Who knows? Thank you for listening. Bye!
1: Bye. We love you.
0: Big things to come.